Hello again from Unboxing Content Marketing. My name is Hanna Reinikainen. And I'm Nina Uusitalo. In this episode, we take a closer look at engagement, a concept that quite frequently comes up within the context of content marketing. Yes, quality content can be an efficient way for brands to engage consumers. But while engagement is something that brands often seek through content marketing, I think it's not always clear what engagement actually means and how it can be fostered. To find out more about engagement, we talked to Elina Jaakkola, Associate Professor in Marketing from the Turku School of Business and Economics. Her research areas include, for example, service experience, value creation and customer engagement. How does Professor Jaakkola define customer engagement then? Well, a common understanding is that engagement refers to a customer's um, some kind of heightened interest and emotional bonding towards a brand or a firm. And this bonding leads to customers taking actions that go beyond their normal role of just being the buyer and the user. So customer engagement is actually very interactive in nature. So it's not just only feeling interested in something like like being involved, but but somehow more in, uh, interactive. And through engagement, uh, customers actually do something extra that in different ways affects the firm. And this actually makes engagement very critical to firms. And it certainly has become one of the key marketing topics for both practitioners and researchers. So engagement refers to a very strong bond that consumers may experience with brands and also the willingness to go beyond the normal roles of customers by, for example, sharing interesting content about the brand. Research has also recognized different types of engagement. Let's hear more about those. Uh, well, firstly, we have identified uh, different types of engagement behaviors. So customers can engage in uh, influencing other customers' perceptions of the firm or the brand through word of mouth. So by sharing their views, engaged customers affect how others will see the firm or the brand. And engaged customers can even mobilize others to take some kind of action towards the firm. For example, by convincing fellow consumers to buy a certain brand or boycott a certain firm or a brand. And another type would be co-developing, uh, where customers are helping the firm to make their brand or product better. For example, by offering suggestions and ideas for product innovation. And you can, you can also distinguish between positively and negatively valenced engagement. The customer's heightened interest and emotions mean that they really feel strongly about the firm, but that can mean not only love, but also hate. And these uh, types obviously have very different outcomes from the firm perspective. Hanna, have you shown some sort of engagement behavior lately? I know that's a really good question. I think the closest I've come to going beyond the role of an ordinary customer was a couple of months ago when we had a cleaning service in our home. Besides cleaning our apartment, the cleaner had also made our dog's bed, which I thought was very sweet. So I took a picture of my dog sitting next to her neatly made up bed and posted it on Twitter with a thank you to the cleaning service. That's nice. Did they respond? Yes, they did. And they also retweeted my picture, which I liked very much. I'm definitely using them again. So you had a good service experience, which clearly led you to being engaged. But what else drives engagement, especially in the online environment? Well, researchers have certainly done a lot of work to, to look into the antecedents or drivers for engagement. And some of the important drivers that have been identified uh, include customer involvement and customer participation and a trust towards the firm and obviously a good brand uh, perception. 
it is also very important that customers feel empowered and have the sense of ownership towards the firm or the brand. Uh, I guess in online settings, customer engagement is driven also by well-functioning platforms through which customers can interact and somehow reach a sense of uh, a flow uh, in this interaction. The role of participation is very interesting here. We also found in our research with YouTubers that the more the audience participates, the more it heightens the credibility of the YouTuber and thereby the effectiveness of the endorsement that the YouTuber makes. So it's worthwhile trying to get consumers to either comment, like or share content online. Yes, it is. And I also think that trying to understand what consumers are expecting and then seeking to fulfill or even exceed those expectations can act as a driver for engagement as well. We also asked Professor Jaakkola how can marketers facilitate engagement. Let's hear what she had to say about that. Well, this is a very tricky question and firms currently really struggle with that. And I guess we don't really have well-established frameworks for customer engagement management. But what has been suggested is that firms could try to appeal to the different dimensions of engagement. So this means that they could reach out to consumers with cognitively and emotionally engaging material. And uh, for example, uh, by interacting with customers and, and trying to organize events that strengthen their bonding with the brand. Another important way is providing good platforms for engagement behaviors, such as platforms for sharing experiences with other customers and being involved in co-development. It is also important to show appreciation towards customers who contribute their time and effort to help the brand. I think the most important thing is to provide customers some kind of access to the core of the firm so that they can create some kind of sense of ownership and feel that this is really my brand. I think the idea of customer engagement management is very interesting. Yes, especially if you consider the different kinds of positive outcomes that engagement can have. Here's Professor Jaakola talking about the effects of engagement. Well, a positively valenced customer engagement is connected to many good things, such as better brand relationships, uh, increased commitment and involvement, increased customer satisfaction, and eventually increased loyalty to the firm, which is obviously very important uh, outcomes for firm performance. And uh, I think researchers have found out that engagement can actually create a kind of a positive circle where highly committed customers interact with the firm and other customers. And through this engagement, they get even more satisfied and more committed. So it's kind of a positive self-reinforcing cycle. So, positive engagement can lead to even more positive engagement, but things don't always go the way they're supposed to, especially when it comes to social media. True. So, can engagement turn negative, and what can be done if that happens? Uh, well, customer engagement can absolutely turn negative at some point, and we have some recent examples that have attracted great publicity. If customers feel that the firm or the brand has somehow betrayed them, or has done something that collides with issues that customers care about, they may engage in these negative behaviors, such as negative word of mouth or, or organizing boycotts even. A very recent and famous example was this disaster with United Airlines, where they violently dragged out a man from an overbooked plane. And this caused a huge public outrage and made social media explode, and actually led to people really visibly protesting against the company. Uh, other examples you can every day see 
would include, for example, environmentally conscious people who are trying to convince others not to buy bottled water, for instance. And you can see these posts uh, daily in, in Facebook and other social media, for example. Companies should take this type of negative engagement very seriously. As now at the age of social media, word travels really fast and the influence spreads like ripples in water. So um, I guess firms should try to appeal to the thoughts and emotions of consumers. And in the case of a glaring mistake, like the United Airlines case, a prompt, very sincere apology from the leaders of the firm is in order, followed by some credible plan to make things better. But I guess that winning these customers back is nevertheless going to be very difficult. Engagement is definitely something to be cherished. And for brands to mend that broken bond, it's important to show true emotions and also offer facts and correct the situation in a credible way. As researchers, we are of course also interested in measurement. Can engagement be measured? Well, researchers are all the time trying to develop new measures that seek to capture the different dimensions of engagement, so cognitive, emotional and behavioral. I guess that none of these measures are very well established yet, but I think we are getting there. Behavioral customer engagement is obviously easier to measure as it relates to things that people actually do. So this kind of behavior can be observed and thereby more easily measured. But I guess that what goes on in people's heads is more difficult to measure. And that's why we are still uh, kind of uh, getting there, but not quite there yet. I think it's an important message for brands to remember that there are several levels of engagement. It's emotional, behavioral and also cognitive. Yes, it's about positive and negative emotions, intentions and tendencies, as well as thoughts and beliefs towards the brand. As always, we are also interested in the future. What were Professor Jakola's thoughts on future trends in customer engagement research? Uh, well, in terms of recent trends in engagement research, um, I guess one of the key trends is extending the concept of engagement beyond just consumer settings. So we are looking into engagement in B2B markets, for example. What does it mean when, when uh, B2B uh, actors, so companies, suppliers and customers in the B2B markets, what does it mean if they engage and how does that differ from this research that we now have uh, in, in consumer settings? Some researchers have even suggested that we should also look at non-human actors. So now that we have more and more... Uh, robots, like self-service robots, uh, should we start considering these uh, robots as, as actors? And what does it mean if machines engage? I guess we don't really know anything about that yet, but certainly will in the next 10 years. That human-robot engagement seems like a very interesting research area. It does. Maybe our next research project could be called Unboxing Robots. Well, let's see. That's all for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Bye for now. Bye.